You're listening to Telling the Truth from Triple T Christian Youth Ministries, telling the truth to and through teenagers. Here is Triple T founder and president, George Dooms. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. God's plan always involves people. And when he wanted to populate planet Earth, he chose specific personalities that he had trusted to do certain things to follow his leadership and his guidance. Not forcing it, but being available to him. Listen to Genesis 11.26, New King James Version. Now Terah lived 70 years and begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Genesis 11.26 lets us know God is doing something special with specific people. God has a plan for you too. It may not be quite as specific as what we are learning in the book of Genesis as God began to put the people he wanted in place in the proper positions on the planet that he divinely designed, but he does have a plan for you, specifically, personally, individually. That plan begins with a relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. When you know Christ, when you have received the gift of God, eternal life, It then becomes your responsibility, and mine too, to share the good news with those who may not know that Christ died for our sins, that he was buried, that he rose again on the third day. That's the gospel message that you and I have the opportunity of sharing. Will you do that today? As you read about specific personalities, take note that they are going to be mentioned again and again in the annals of God's history. Listen to Genesis 11.27, New King James. This is the genealogy of Terah. Terah begot Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran begat Lot. And there you have it. The first mention of a person that is going to be mentioned over and over throughout God's presentations of what he has done and what he wants to do again through people like you and me. History is wonderful. The facts are there, but today you and I have the privilege of reinvigorating our tomorrows by getting totally together with God, in tune with Him, ready to be His servants, no matter what He wants us to do, to be ready and available and to say, Yes, God, I will go where and when you want me to. God wants us to go with the gospel to tell people about Jesus Christ to let them know he died for our sins, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day, and that by believing, trusting, putting faith in him, we can live forever. Tell that story today. There is nothing happenstance in the way God works and the people through whom he works. Listen to Genesis 11.28, New King James Version. And Haran died before his father Terah in his native land, in Ur of the Chaldeans. Yes, specific people, specific places. Why this history lesson? Because God does not make mistakes. He orders what He wants, when He wants, where He wants, whomever He wants. Are you available to the Lord yourself? Are you willing to go wherever He wants you to go, to be whatever He wants you to be? Are you willing to be His ambassador, His share of the good news? Are you willing to go with the gospel to people in your world, people you know who don't know him, but who could know him if someone like you would tell them about Jesus Christ, Son of God, who died, was buried, and rose again, and that he wants to be the giver of eternal life to anyone and everyone who will receive God's greatest gift? There is somebody waiting for you. 
for you to go to them with God's glorious gospel. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, but very soon. Will you? I hope you will. Pray, read and heed God's word, fellowship with other believers, and then go. Then Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. Genesis 11.29, New King James. What has all of that got to do with you and me today? This is how God ordained things to happen as he began to replenish the earth, as he put people he trusted in specific places and positions to accomplish his purpose. What he did then, he will continue to do today if you and I are available to him. I've shared before and want to share again that the greatest abilities you have are, number one, availability, and number two, dependability. Are you available to the Lord? Can He depend on you to take His gospel to people who need to know Him? Are you willing to read the Word of God? Are you willing to talk to the God of the Word? Are you willing to fellowship with other believers in Christ? And together, are you willing to present the gospel to people you know who need to know Jesus Christ personally? I hope you will do these things. Pray, read the Bible, fellowship, and then go. Go and share God's wonderful plan of salvation today. Listen to this very perplexing but important statement from Genesis 11.30, New King James. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. Sarai, spelled S-A-R-A-I, wife of Abram, barren, had no child. This can be a very difficult thing for wives and husbands who want children but are barren. This was her case. This was her lot in life. But God cares. He cared about her. He cares about you. He has a specific plan, not for everybody to get married, not for every married couple to be able to have children. Having children is a major responsibility. God expects parents to be good examples and to train up any child that God entrusts to them in the way he or she should go. If you have children, are you training them in the Lord? If you don't have children, do you care about children in your world that you could help? I hope so. God loves you, and He wants you to represent Him to whatever child is in your life. Care. Pray. Reach out. Love. Do it God's way. Do it respectfully. And do it diligently. And Terah took his son Abram and his grandson Lot, the son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife, and they went out with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. And they came to Haran and dwelt there. Genesis 11.31, New King James Version. We now see that forward motion is happening. People are leaving one place, going toward another. God is willing to guide, direct, and help people to go where they want, when He wants them to go, and when He wants them to go there. But a willing heart has to be in tune with the Lord in order to follow His direction. God has a specific place for you to go, a specific thing for you to accomplish, and specific people with whom He wants you to do things. So right now, pray first and say, God, make me usable and use me and then look into the Word of God and follow His directions. 
then have fellowship, involvement, interaction with other believers, and together determine where to go with God's good news, how to share your faith personally, and together with those folk who need to know the Lord. Who do you know who needs Jesus? Are you praying for them? Are you ready and willing to go to them with the gospel? God has a calendar, and it's very precise for each person that he creates, and that's everybody, everywhere. A divine design that God has, has had, and will have. He has one for you. Will you listen to him? Listen to a specific statement presented in Genesis eleven thirty-two, New King James. So the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. That's about all we know at this point, but we do know that the length of life is directed and protected by God. Some people live a long time, some people live a very short time, but God has something for everybody to do between those dots of birth and death. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. What are you doing for the Lord? Are you looking into His Word? Are you praying? Are you together with other Christians determining how to reach people? And are you going with the gospel? Be sure to write for your free copy of the New King James Bible that we want to send your way. It's free, and it's the Triple T Special Covered Edition. So we're looking forward to putting this in your hands. So stay tuned and listen to how you can get yours. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. Can you imagine the experience of the disciples who saw Jesus die on the cross? Deep despair, disillusionment. Now with the benefit of 2,000 years of history, the awful emotions of those hours are hard for us to imagine. Jesus had said, follow me. Listen to Matthew 4, 18 through 20, New King James. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. What a sight that must have been for those looking on. Those people that had gathered by the seashore day after day and had waited for these fishermen to bring in nets full of the things that they were hoping to take home, and yet it happened immediately. Matthew four, twenty-three, twenty-five, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. 
Great multitudes followed him from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. The disciples had followed Jesus for three years. They had the ultimate adventure, a series of unforgettable experiences. To a great extent, the disciples saw Christ as a human Messiah. So when he said, My kingdom is not of this world, that statement somewhat confused the disciples. Listen to John chapter 18, verses 36 and 37, again New King James. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight, so that I could not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Now they saw Jesus' lifeless body hanging on a cross and felt that all hope was lost. Do you know the song, Were you there when they crucified my Lord? After Jesus was crucified, his body was placed in a tomb. Roman soldiers guarded the tomb to keep the disciples from stealing his body. When the guards placed the stone in front of the tomb, they felt sure this was the end of Jesus. But was this really the end? The Bible lets us know what really happened. It gives us specific details about what took place, who was where when. Again, New King James Version, Matthew 28, verses 2, 3, and 4. Listen. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow, and the guards shook for fear of him, and became like dead men. And then John 21 and 2 says, Now the first day of the week Mary Magdalene went to the tomb, early while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Can you imagine the confusion that was there? They thought somebody had stolen Jesus' body. They couldn't figure it out because the stone was there to keep him in, and suddenly it had been rolled away. Matthew 28, 5 and 6 sheds more light on the story. But the angel answered and said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. The disciples were slow to believe the rumors, and they didn't realize that Jesus had conquered sin and death. They waited behind closed doors, mixed emotions, fear, and hope. They didn't know what to think. They didn't know what to say. They didn't know what to do. The Christ that they had followed, the Lord that they had loved, had been crucified, and they had seen him die. They were there. They were eyewitnesses. And now this, what a perplexing series of problems they were contemplating. 
But John 20, 19 and 20, New King James Version says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Finally, they believed. They had to see him to believe. They had to be there in his presence to understand that the risen Lord Jesus was there with them. He had not forsaken them. He had not gone away. Yes, he had died for their sins, and he had been buried. But he rose again, and they were now assured of that fact. The risen Jesus Christ was there with them that very moment. You and I now have the opportunity of turning to that risen Lord Jesus, to the Christ who died for our sins, who was buried, and who rose again on the third day. You and I know that Jesus Christ knew what he was saying when he gave us what we call the gospel in a nutshell, the thing that will change everything about anyone who will listen and respond. Listen again to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that who believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, verse 17 says, but that the world through him might be saved. We're not talking about a population of thousands of people. We're talking about one individual at a time. The world is you. You are the one that Jesus died for. You are the one that needs to turn to him. You are a sinner, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Are you willing today to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ if you haven't? Are you willing to confess Christ publicly? If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes to righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. When you turn to the Lord Jesus Christ from your sins and believe on him, receiving God's gift of eternal life through Jesus, you have four opportunities, privileges, and responsibilities. As a believer, you can pray any time, any place. When you pray in Jesus' name, God the Father hears you. You can find answers to problems of all kinds and direction for all of your tomorrows by reading the Bible and responding to the message in this holy, inspired, inerrant, changeless Word of God. When you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you become a member of God's forever family, and you can find fellowship with other Christians by getting involved in a Bible-believing church, Sunday school, and youth group. The greatest way to grow in Christ is to share your faith in Him with your family, with your friends, to everybody that you possibly can. God loved you. He died for you. Jesus didn't stay dead, though. God's Son, Son of God, Jesus Christ, is alive, and He wants to live in your heart of hearts. The Bible is 
precisely and concisely correct in presenting God's love for you. For God so loved the world, for God so loved you. Have you responded to that love? Why don't you right now pray this prayer? Dear God, I've sinned and I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I turn to Jesus Christ, your Son, the risen Savior, to become my personal Savior and forgiver. I receive the gift of God eternal life through Christ Jesus my Lord right now, and I'm willing to stand up and be counted, to let other people know that I believe, and I'm willing to tell people how they too can respond to this wonderful love that God has presented and provided for me and for them. Will you tell somebody today about Jesus Christ? Have you received him? Then go out there and tell people today. Let them know that they too can respond to that love of God, that Jesus Christ is willing to save them like he is willing to save you. For so the Lord has commanded us, I have set you as a light to the Gentiles, that you should be for salvation to the ends of the earth. Now when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed, and the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region. Acts 13, 47, 48, 49, New King James Version. We have been personifying those verses since the 1st of April. It's been a delightful journey as we have crisscrossed the tri-state, going to and through 22 counties, actually ministering in at least 12 or 13. Saturday nights have continued at Triple T every single Saturday without exception. And every Saturday, all first-timers between the ages of 10 and 19 receive a free New King James Bible with a custom Triple T cover. And as we have gone out, we have met with youth in churches and all kinds of venues where we have been able to present the gospel and give away these Bibles. And so we go with the gospel. Hundreds of people have attended just in the last 10 days as we have gone out to 10 different counties plus Vanderburg here at Triple T. And again, it's been a magnificent thing. Traveling with the missionaries to America from Asia from May 24 through June 5, we presented the gospel together. We drove all over the area and they wrapped up their time with a dinner, an international banquet, last Monday. The host pastors and youth workers and church ministry families have been very gracious. We've been hosted by the congregations of First Baptist Church, Boonville, Indiana, Volonia, Indiana Christian Church, House of Prayer, Albin, Illinois, Fairhaven Christ Fellowship, Cynthiana, Indiana, Heartland Worship Center, Mount Carmel, Illinois, Higherbound Ministries, Vincennes, Indiana, Hardenburg, Kentucky Baptist Church, St. Paul United Methodist Church in Olney, First United Methodist Church, Lawrenceville, both of those in Illinois, and the First General Baptist Church of Princeton, Indiana. In every venue, we reconnected with Triple T alumni, parents and grandparents of alumni, 
and other friends of Triple T across the past 45 years. And we met several hundred new people. Please pray for the follow-up to be effective with all of these folk. Pray especially for those who've made decisions for Christ. At least 80 since the 1st of April. And pray especially for fair share. Pray for potential traveling tigers to be trained June 18 and adult drivers and youth workers to be ready and willing to help. Fair Share 2011 begins July 11 with Davies County, Kentucky, Richland County, Illinois, and Warwick County, Indiana Fairs. A team of 24 teenagers and leaders from Teen Missions International should arrive later that week in time for the July 16 Jesus Christ Change in the World Summit. As God opens doors and provides the people and transportation needed, Fair Share will take the gospel to an average of three county fairs and street festivals every week, July 11 through August 5. The teams will give free ice water to fairgoers and New King James Bible packets to 10 to 19-year-olds. They will share the gospel one-on-one with as many people as possible, giving each one the opportunity to personally believe on the Lord Jesus. Fair Share 2011 is to wrap up on Saturday, August 6, with the annual Big Splat Watermelon Night. Please pray for open doors with local tri-state churches every Sunday morning and evening, July 10, 17, 24, and 31. Pray for all who will be participating in Jesus Christ Changing the World Summit, 9.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m., July 16. We have scholarships available. The total cost is only $30, but we have a $20 scholarship. And when the $10 registration fee is provided, then we will also be giving one of our Jesus Christ Changing the World t-shirts to every participant. Fair Share 2011 is to wrap up. As I've said earlier, the first Saturday of August. And meanwhile, pray for Tammy and me as we go to and from the Lord's Boot Camp in Merritt Island, Florida, to help train the team coming to Triple T for Fair Share and to challenge Teen Missions members going worldwide. Know that as you pray and as you give and as you participate, you can be a Tiger teammate, and we need you. The first $20 provides a scholarship, and we want you to know that we need your help, we need your prayers, we need your support. So please connect with us, call us, or write to us right away. Will you please? No, Christ through you can change the world. Every Saturday at 7.27 p.m., you are invited to attend a live youth event at Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North at Boonville near Harmony Road, midway between I-64 and Evansville Regional Airport. Every first Saturday, a Good News Club for those in first through fifth grades is available in a separate area. For more information, call 812-867-2418 or visit www.tripletchristianyouth.org. For your free copy of the Telling the Truth newsletter, call 812-867-2418, 812-867-2418, or write Triple T, 13,000 U.S. 41 North, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. Tune in to Telling the Truth next week at this same time on this same station.